1: Back to the morning grind here at Rotorgrinders.com. Once again, this is Dean filling in for Stevie. Stevie is busy uh, working, knocking out his uh, NASCAR content. If you guys want his NASCAR content, of course, you know where to find that on Rotorgrinders.com. Today, we're doing a little bit of uh, something special. Uh, we, somebody's having it here in the DFS world, and we're going to learn all about him. We're going to bring in Gio Demers. You might know Gio better as RBX88 on DraftKings. Uh, we're going to talk about the heater in just a second. Gio, what's going on, dude?
2: Hey, hey Dean. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just – I'm still in a little shock. Uh, took me a few days. My adrenaline started to come down after the second day because <laughs> I couldn't believe I did it again. Um, but, yeah, everything's been pretty good. Uh, just hanging out at home. About- <laughs>
1: yeah, but, but let's run it down. Okay, you're talking about uh, – you've been just crushing the million makers of late. Like December 15th, you won a million dollars in the NFL million maker. Uh, December twenty ninth. You finished second. What happened? Just second in December twenty
2: ninth. Had a rough day, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was actually drawn dead on that one. Uh, I think was that the uh, was that um I forget which one was that. Uh, no, it was the one after that. I'm pretty sure. I needed a uh thirty yard pass from Chris uh, from Kyle Murray to Christian Kirk to win it, and he didn't get it.
1: Ah, well, you know, some guys have all the luck.
2: <laughs> yeah right so
1: yeah you won first uh december 15th as far as the nfl million maker this past season uh two weeks later you finished second and then january 11th two weeks later again if the math is correct uh you finished second as well that's right course. yeah and then we uh, you're talking about you referencing you're still kind of coming down uh well let's see mma million maker june 6th you finished sixth you didn't finish in the top five not even on the podium
0: but uh <laughs> most recently
1: uh, I guess NFL is just not your specialty necessarily. You're all over the place. You specialize in different sports. June 14th, you were first in the PGA Millimaker. So that's two Millimakers Makers uh, in the last six months or so, two seconds as well. You got a sixth at MMA as well. So um, do you oh, believe in heaters? <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, I do. I, mean, I play poker for a living. So um, I only got into DFS maybe about three years ago. And I just did a lot of research, you know, I got the programs that I needed. I messed with a bunch of different programs and, uh, you know, figured it out and just did like reading and kind of like figured it out my own way with a little help from a few friends and uh, it's, it's working out. So I was going to keep doing that. Usually when sports are going on, I don't play much poker, but during the quarantine, obviously there's not much sports going on. So um, I just been, playing poker a lot and now that golf's back i'm to do some golf i never really did golf up until you know probably like i did it maybe a few tournaments last year but i just started doing golf it's not there's no other sports so i might as well you know give it a shot
1: yeah and you might don't want a million bucks playing golf too uh, so that's good times as well it's
2: that, e- it's that easy <laughs>
1: <laughs> apparently I don't know. yeah there's one coming up this week I'm, I'm assuming you're playing this week you're gonna fire 150
2: yeah 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 I, I maxed that out and I uh a few other like single entries and stuff and then I, I max out FanDuel too
1: yeah okay so you said you come from the poker world oh he this doesn't doesn't isn't the poker world like uh t- correct me if I'm wrong it's math it's all math based right I'm not a poker expertise and I, I play um, and I, dabble.
2: I, I don't go so much on math I actually my DFS game is kind of I kind of like copied it from poker, I'm, I usually go by like field play. Like I just go in the space of the situation and kind of, you know, feel around the you know different players and stuff. And then, and then DFS, you know, I, I feel who's the right guy for that week. You know, sometimes I do not even go by projections. I just go by, look, look for um, pivots and, or, uh, you know, I go uh, X the chalk. Um, it depends on the matchup, depends on the weather, depends what they have been, they've been practicing that week. So there's a lot of factors in and variables of what goes into my thought process every week.
1: Yeah. So before taking down these million makers, you were, I guess you still are. You're a poker pro.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I still play poker for a living. Yeah.
1: What do you play? You? Uh, I mean, are you have you had million dollar tournaments as well too, or you're kind of a lower um, stakes
2: guy, or a grinder, I, or what? I used to play tournaments for a living. I got twentieth in the World Series of Poker main event in 2011. Nice. Um, and I did two tournaments, but I play like high high stakes pot in Omaha now. So that's like kind of my expertise. Um, usually, a, a lot of people still play no limit, but I just play pot limit Omaha and just cash games. I don't play any tournaments anymore. Very. You don't very like
1: honest. uh? You don't like high low Omaha?
2: Uh, I, I dabble in it, but I just like pot limit Omaha. I've been playing pot limit Omaha since I was you know eighteen, nineteen years old.
1: Yeah. Uh, you said 2011. I can't I can't tell how old you are. We have video of this. So we're, we're on YouTube right now. Of course, you guys are hearing us in the audio stream as well for the podcast. I can't tell if you're like 27 or if you're like 33. <laughs> if, yeah, if, 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 the beard is throwing me off. You yeah, want to I'm, 30, I'm, I'm 32. Okay, a middle bit. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That works. <laughs> and you're still playing poker, obviously. You're playing poker as is these days. And the-
2: Yes, yes. I still play about probably five, six days a week. I still play.
1: And how you play poker, you've adjusted that, you kind of applied that strategy as far as how you play DFS and build lineups.
2: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Like with my construction and everything, I over, it took me like the first year I didn't do too, too well in fantasy, but it took me about like a year or so to kind of figure out like how to construct your lineups properly. And um, the, you know, the uh, models and projections, they all really help and how you can like group players together and run people back and kind of make all these kind of filters. So, like how you want it, and then you kind of then I just kind of feel on who I want to take that week, and I just kind of uh you know pound him like when i when I got won the n f l uh Millie maker um I told my friend I was like I'm like dude i'm 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 bombing it on Kenyon Drake i like had a good feeling about it, and I took like thirty five percent of him that week, and he was like four percent or three percent that week, and um yeah, just just cause I'm I'm like really a field player more feel than like by the projection, but I still let the models and stuff, you know, generate my lineups and stuff with my, um, my own adjustments.
1: Yeah. I mean the running joke, of course, amongst people on Twitter is like you make 150 for your lineups, you have every combination. How could you lose? Obviously that's not true. Uh, <laughs> you know, math says otherwise, but, uh, right. but if, if everybody can do that, everybody would do that. But of course that, that's, just not possible. Uh-huh. Um, So you you planted your flag on a guy like Drake. Is that something you have to, you know, a really confined player pool, like, you know, some core plays you want to focus on? How do you go about making those 150
2: lineups? Well, I usually do, like, I try not to pick no more than, like, four quarterbacks a week. I I try to stick within four and five because, you know, sometimes you have to take stands off, like, the chalk. And I like to, like, sometimes take the cheaper quarterbacks and then pay up elsewhere. And it depends um, on the players, too, who's getting the most targets, who, like, some players I'll do lineups with, like, okay, with Mahomes, I'll do Hill and Kelsey, and some lineups I'll do Mahomes to Kelsey or Damien Williams. um, I'll just have, like, a different combination. And sometimes, with certain games, I won't run it back. Like, if there's a team where the quarterback distributes it through, like, a ton of players, I won't really run it back too much because it's too hard to choose who's going to pop um, when there's one of these like targeting, you know, four or five players.
1: going to get to that first Millie maker win in just a second. You had in December, uh, December 15th, but uh, take me through Like you, the first year, first two years of kind of figuring it out. Uh, obviously you've had some huge success lately. Uh, you scuffled out the block. Like what, what were you doing that was wrong that you figured out later? that like, Hey, maybe I'm just not going about this correctly.
2: Um, I think I was playing too much chalk. Um, and I wasn't like stacking. I was like doing a quarterback with like one receiver and then running it back and sometimes not running it back. You know, just, you know, um, amateur, I think, moves uh, that I really didn't know that I had to figure out. And I, when I would look at all the really good players, and I would see the winning lineups. Like, oh, okay, look, this is how they're playing, and this is how it seems like you're supposed to do it. So that's what I started to do and just kind of, you know, figured it out from there and, you know, watched videos and stuff uh, on YouTube, Rotor Grinders, you know, just just reading.
1: Embracing correlation, I guess, is a big thing.
2: Uh, Yeah, yeah, basically. You know, not nothing, no reverse correlation. That's what kind of, like, messes you up. For instance, like a quarterback that um, – doesn't throw to his running back it just hands it off like people would pair him with that running back it's just not a good play
1: all right so take me through the, the first win uh, are you somebody who likes to sweat your lineups are you just kind of like you make your lineup set it and forget it and just go about your day you play poker oh no <laughs> winning, how does I'm, this go? On,
2: I'm on red zone all day <laughs> yeah for sure. i watch i watch red zone i watch my lineups see if i have to make any adjustments uh, throughout the day if i have like if like three or four lineups that have sweats and with the same players, you know, I try to, you know, change my players around. And, uh, and, uh, um, I'm just going to say, Well, like take it to that
1: thought process because that, that obviously matters and you sort of figure out, you can kind of figure out who's ahead of you, who's behind you. Right. Right. Doing. Right. I'll yeah.
2: tell you like a high variance play on like a lineup that, um, uh, that's not as high. Like say if I have like a lineup with like 260 points or like 220 points and I have a lineup that has 210, 210 fantasy point lineup, I'll just take a higher variance player and try to swap out. And then I'll, I'll do that. That's what I did with, um, I don't think I did that with the millionaire maker though. Um, with the second place, I did it though. And the other one, it's not second place. I did it too. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much, uh, uh, what did you want to talk about with the, uh, million maker?
1: Well, you, well, just th- uh, as far as your actual, uh, do you remember the moment? You remember watching it. Were you chasing? Were you in front and kind? Of, you had to like kind of knock people off, and hopefully nobody catches you.
2: Oh, it was um, actually it was actually crazy because I needed like everything perfect to happen because <laughs> Chris Conley had zero fantasy points going into the fourth quarter, <laughs> and he wind up getting two touchdowns, and I think he got the hundred yard bonus. I can't remember, and he could. I think he might have because he ended up with like twenty fantasy points, twenty one fantasy points. And so that was a big, big turnaround. I just shot the leaderboard when that happened. And then obviously having Drake obviously really helped and um, having the correct D, you know, the solid 13 points from Green Bay really helped too. And then I guess the big turnaround was when Higby just absolutely popped when he was massive chalk. Like he got like, I don't know, he got like maybe like 15 targets or like 15 catches. It was really insane. Everything kind of worked out perfect obviously it has to and like these millionaire makers um basically what happened in the rams game is i think cj anderson got a first down and the game was already over i'm pretty sure and they uh they would have just um uh i think because they would have turned it on downs i think if they didn't get the they just went for it in fourth down and they got the fourth down and they just wanted to run the clock out, and they just kept throwing to Higby, and he kept getting all these extra catches and you know, garbage points. And I literally won by like 0.16 points.
1: <laughs> What's the sweat like for stack corrections?
2: Oh, you keep I, refreshing and like finalizes, finalizes. <laughs> <this." laughs> I was sweating for, a little, I didn't leave my computer for about two hours <laughs> until the stack correction. I'm like, I was telling my friend, I was like, dude. I hope this is right. I hope there's no stack corrections. And he was, like, looking for me, and like, dude, it looks all right. I just looked at all of them. So I was pretty confident that, you know, I had it in the bag.
1: Yeah, I just pulled the box score here for Higby, the game you're talking about December 15th at the Cowboys. Like you said, they got ravaged. They lost 44 to 21, but who cares? All those garbage time catches, 12 catches, 111 yards. Uh, Got, of course, that 100-yard bonus as well, too, so he absolutely smashed. Uh, and he was chalk too. So that sometimes the chalk is good and sometimes the chalk's chalk for a reason. And yeah, I guess it, it was good chalk that day for Higby.
2: Right, right. And that's the, the difference too. Um, you know, uh trying to rule out the good chalk and the bad chalk. That's really key, I think, in uh DFS. Like, is there a
1: good rule of thumb in that or it's just case by uh, case, game by game?
2: Um Yeah, I think there's uh um like say if like uh uh a f- team is playing like uh a bad defense and it's all chalk um it's that's i think that's kind of you know bad chalk because any kind of defense can kind of show up one day so everyone like when the, you don't get no leverage on the field when you're when a quarterback is like 15 20 percent you know you'd have to take 40 to 60 percent of that quarterback when you can find like a lower own guy and take probably like six or seven x of him
1: Two weeks later you finished second in the million maker I mean you know been there done that it's like with second disappointing of course math says that's still really really impressive what second 100k 200k uh,
2: 100k oh there's also something I wanted to say about the million maker that I won so oh, the, the craziest part is I made 150 lineups and and then right before right before lock it was like 1250. My friend's like, dude, I think we should play Winston. And I'm like, you know what? I think, I, I, I think we got to throw in some Winston. So I generated all my lineups, and I handmade five lineups, and just put it in my favorite plays.
1: Oh. <laughs> so the, the, the winning lineup was a handmade lineup? In it, was. Last second, it was. Basically the last ten it, minutes?
2: It, it was, yes.
1: What was it about Winston that week? I don't remember who they played against. So I have no idea.
2: Um, I forget who they played, but um, Evans was out, and Perriman was really going to be really low. And so I just stacked that team up, and I didn't like the running back, so I just stacked them, and then stacked Godwin and Perriman. and like I forget how many, I think I did like five lineups. So I just stacked them, and then kind of put in like the good chalk, and then you know Drake was my favorite play, and then and then uh, just find some like flyers like Conley, and I got Green Bay. I just chose Green Bay D. I uh,
1: just pulled up the box score. Actually, they won thirty-eight to seventeen at the at Detroit in the dome uh 28 completions out of 42 attempts 458 passing yards four tutties and uh just one interception which is good for winston
2: <laughs> yeah 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 he had a really good game uh godwin actually got hurt he didn't even play the second half i, I don't think mm-hmm. and so uh i was kind of a little nervous because i was like ah oh, it's just 21 points from an 8k player gonna hold you know
1: yeah I'll yeah like, I, I guess it, it works for you it held up, uh, Second place, uh, two weeks later in the Million Maker, which is completely insane that you keep on going in this run, uh, and then of course you finish second again two weeks after that on January 11th. So yeah. you, from December 15th to the January 11th, you had a first place and two second places in the Million Maker. What do you remember about those uh, two second places?
2: Uh, if you can, uh, can you re- uh, refresh my memory about the second place? Um, I forget what um, <laughs> who was in that who was in that lineup. I don't uh, have
1: the lineup in front of me. I just okay. have like the actual yeah. Just oh like,
2: okay. Uh, well, I had a bunch of guys who uh, I had a bunch of solid um, lineups with a lot of guys, a lot of low guys that went off. So I just kind of chose like um, for the late games, the the four pms. I just kind of chose a different quarterback um, and just kind of paired them. Uh, just kind of get like kind of leverage on the field because I think I forget, I forget, I really forget who was going to play. But I wanted to take a lower run quarterback and that can pop, and it was. Oh, it was Kyler Murray versus the maybe 49ers, I think. I don't, I don't remember. But I saw I I plugged. I took out the quarterback that I had, and I put in uh, Kyler Murray to uh, Christian Kirk. And uh, Murray did pretty well, I think. Uh, but I just didn't get enough from Christian Kirk.
1: I'm pulling it up on the fly if you can get there fast enough. Oh, this must have been uh, – let's see. Was this week 17? Is this uh, – that
2: sound familiar I, to Yeah, it sounds familiar.
1: Uh, yeah. Week 17. Let's see. Arizona. Let's see if we can get that. Yeah. They, they played against the Rams. I'm, I'm not sure if that sounds familiar. Oh, hey, yes.
2: Yeah. The Rams. Okay. It was the Rams. I remember now
1: 31, 24, they lost 31, 24 in a bit of a shootout there against the Rams.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, they should have won that game too. I <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. So, so talk about that as far as like, you know, general strategy, like some people don't even understand that concept of like, you know, depending on how things are going in the one o'clock games, how you adjust your lineups to your remaining players in the four o'clock games?
2: Um, it just really depends on who, like it depends, like what I'm feeling really. The um, uh, they're like at that at that time the Rams D is banged up and they're like really overrated. So I think you know Kyler Murray can do well versus them. And I don't remember the other quarterbacks that were going, but he was the one that stood out to me the much that I, I could uh, have a better shot at winning it than with like a, like a chalkier quarterback for the, the late games. So it really all depends what lineups I got going and like how well they're doing. And then if I have like two or three, I'll change up the quarterbacks and sometimes I'll just leave it.
1: Yeah. And you got to love the upside of quarterbacks with the legs as well, too, or theater. Right? Exactly. Like you can put like two touchdowns, you know, in the end zone, just on their, by rushing it in, that's uh, for sure right. an advantage they have that many other quarterbacks just can't get there.
2: Plus the hundred yard bonus if they're if they get it, yeah. Rushing. So which, which is Murray, just, right? Beautiful,
1: it's beautiful to yeah. make that work. Uh but anyway, you won the million dollars and the uh, you won the million dollars on December fifteenth. Was there any sort of extravagant purchase? Did you buy jerseys of any sort? Did you uh, just or
2: anything? I didn't buy anything. I just bought a <laughs> I just bought a car. Um, I, I, I'm really into cars, so I, I just yeah. bought it. I just bought a new SUV. That's pretty much it. There you go i did just, just i did just buy a house um, okay i did just buy a house and then a week later i win the pga
1: that's beautiful there you go now you got your uh i don't know your down payment your mortgage and you can pay the whole thing off potentially i suppose i, 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 that's, I don't know I don't how big your house is but
2: uh. it's 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 uh i'm not too fancy it's just a it's a regular medium-sized house nothing nothing big what state are you in new jersey nice is that born and raised yeah, yeah, I was born and raised in New Jersey. Are you a Giants fan? How does that work, Jets? Uh, it's, it's funny. I'm really like I really don't have a team. I just I just like to follow it. Um, I but I guess the I guess I'll be cheering on the Giants. I do like Daniel Jones. You know, he, he's definitely definitely a good um, good quarterback for that uh, franchise. I guess it's kind
1: of good though as a DFS player, as a fantasy player in general, to not have to like. Have that head versus heart conversation. Like I yeah, don't have a favorite yeah. team either. Yeah, just yeah, the best, yeah. Play the best place and don't worry about Right. Like, who right,
2: right. Exactly. <laughs> emotionally
1: rooting for, uh, you finished six in an MMA, MMA maker just a couple weeks ago as well. Do you, do you know much about MMA or you sort of like, you know, looked uh, at some content and um, kind of make some decisions based upon and talk to some people or what?
2: Uh, I have a lot of friends who do it. Uh, I just like to, I was just so bored with nothing else. I just had to play. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, um, just did a little research. I, I a big thing I like to do in that, too, is look at the odds and see, like, some lines are a little fishy, and then I, don't, and then I like to stay away from them in DFS. Um, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But I just look at the odds and then decide who I'll take after that. And obviously the projections and the model comes into a big part. Um, and then people, like, make a lot of mistakes in MMA, too. A lot of players will put the same fighter and the the same lineup and the same, the same two fighters in the same fight in the same lineup, which is obviously the wrong play to do. Um, But yeah, it was, uh, it was, I I knew I couldn't. Well, well, the thing is I, it was the last fight and Nunes was fighting, but I couldn't see if anyone had me um, pinned and they did have me pinned. And that's why I got six unfortunately. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, you know, you can't win every million maker it's, no matter how hard you try, I suppose. Uh, and I'm, I'm a bit of an MMA novice as myself, too. I'm just kind of dabbling in it now. And, right. Uh, yeah, that, that's sort of... I think uh, if it's the main event, you can stack the... I guess for cash, some people stack the... You know, and I, you're not talking cash, obviously, you're going for the top, especially in a million maker where the right. contest is... Uh, what is it, like 40% up top? 2.5 million as far as the price. Uh, yeah, price. yeah.
2: It's just the only thing that's kind of crappy about the mma is that you have to be perfect in mma mm-hmm. you can't you can't have any slip ups and it chops a lot um uh in like the smaller cards the main cards are not too bad maybe you can get like a three-way or four-way chop but the the smaller cards definitely chop a lot of the time the nuts just...
1: is basically gonna win every time it's just the yes, on you're yes, so... chopping it with
2: yeah yeah like not in golf where you can kind of make up for another position um you have to be accurate in golf, but you can make it up for somewhere else. Um, other than MMA, you have to kind of be perfect.
1: So talk to me about this golf millie maker. Uh, are you just bored again and you are just going to fire at golf just because, uh...
2: uh, yeah, I did a little research. <laughs> I, um, it's funny cause my, my frigging core didn't even go off. I just had that one off and, uh, I, I just got, I obviously I went to the third day, and I was telling my friend, I was like, dude, if Jason, uh, Cockrack, uh, well, Kokrak, what is that? his last name.
1: I don't know, man. I'm on a call. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I've heard <laughs> Jason Dave. It's probably, you're probably thinking of a different guy.
2: No, no, it's Jason Cockrack. He was like 1%. Okay. Um, he was in my lineup. And uh, I like, I don't know much about golf, honestly, besides that, <laughs> I just go by the projections and kind of go by what I'm feeling, you know? And, uh, so he was in the third day and he needed to go off. If he went off, I knew he had a shot and he wound up shooting like minus six. So, and then I just shot to the top at one point I was in first place with like four holes left by like 20 something points. So I knew I had a really good shot at it. And then at towards the end, my guys start to fall apart. And I was like, Oh my God, are you (laughs) kidding me right now? So, basically what saved me is Exander choked really bad. And then he needed par on the 18th to get the five, uh, the five point bonus. And he wound up, uh, he wind up getting it. So, and he, he, um he, his first shot was really bad. And I was like, he's just going to rip it. And it's he's going to throw it right into the water. And luckily he found his brain and just hit it right onto the green and Got par and I got my points.
1: Yeah, I, I was trying to follow this conversation here in the RG forums. They were talking about this uh, Charles Schwab, and you you jumped in there as well and kind of answered some questions. And they were saying like a lot of your lineups were dead; they weren't very good. No, so you, no, you no. went on the perfect combination. I think Morikawa was one of the key pieces as well, and you had right. four Morikawas out of hundred and fifty, uh, and only one of those lineups was good. The rest of them, you know, like three of or six or four or six got through as far as a. Uh, as far as the break so
2: right, right right yeah definitely um that um i the thing is i had 12 percent or 11 percent of uh uh jason kokrak and that's what i think what really helped me because he was only one percent so i had like 10x the field on that
1: and uh the Sander guy uh, again i don't know golf very well wasn't following it but i did see people like going nuts on twitter and i assume you're going nuts as well too like yeah it was a gimme like a four footer or like a six footer basically three to tournament. okay three footer I can quarter. make a three-footer. Sure. You can make a three-footer.
2: Yeah. Footer. yeah. <laughs> Even though I don't play golf, I probably can make a three-footer. I mean, just think the pressure. That's another yeah. thing that comes to play. The pressure gets to these guys badly. Like, these guys are probably shaken, you know, these like um, guys who never won something so big before. So they're probably really nervous. And there you have it, you know, Kokrak just like birdie after birdie. <laughs>
1: So the moment when you see Xander, I mean, you know, now you're you're alive, you're excited, you're giddy, obviously. And I think it goes to a uh, it goes to a playoff, correct?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and actually you- I actually thought I lost because I had um, I was ahead by like eleven points or something. I was ahead by eight points or nine points. I forget what it was. And what happened was is Justin uh, 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 I think Justin Thomas, his name is. Mm-hmm. He he uh, bogeyed his last hole, which let Spieth move up a place, which got me an extra two points. Because if he did, if that didn't happen, I would have chopped it.
1: Wow, that's amazing! Also, so, you need a little thing to go your way.
2: Yeah, so I would have chopped it if that, but I was actually I had it locked up after um, the funny because uh, I was doing the uh, I was me and my friend were doing the math and we we're like, I think you have to hedge on um, uh, Berger. And I was going to, I was going to get the bet in. I didn't get a bet in and I wound up winning anyway when Colin, Colin lost. I thought I lost if Colin uh, didn't win in uh, a, a sudden death or whatever it is. And um, he, so I would have, I would have won an extra, like I was going to put 20,000 on it and uh, on uh, Berger. But it, it turns out I would have just won an extra 20 with winning, winning the tournament too. So
1: I was looking at your average buy-in, again, this is just as of like the last few months or so, or I guess as of December when you're, you know, RG keeps track of these things when you walk in there. Uh, your right. average buy-in is less than 18 bucks. So you're, basically your buy-ins, as far as I can tell, you're just, are you just mainly playing Millie Makers? You're not playing these massive, uh, you know, single entry contest or, you know, um, 5K or is that is that since changed? Is has got to be adjusted. Uh,
2: I'll start playing the bigger stuff. Um, I just never really had interest in playing the bigger binds. I know there's a lot of really good players up there. Yeah. Um, so I just stick to where I have a better edge with, like, um, I play, like, the 20 maxes, the three maxes, too. Um, like, during football, I played the 153 max, the $3 20 max. I do all those. Um, cause it's obviously there's a less ed, there's a lesser edge for the really good players in the maxes. Yeah, that,
1: they, that makes sense.
2: Um, but yeah, I just, uh, I, I'll dabble in a couple of 500s and here and there, but, um, uh, I don't really like, I don't really need to play or have interest in playing the, uh, you know, like these three K's with, you know, maxing out a hundred, uh, Whatever, how many lineups? Like eighty lineups, or whatever it is. Like risking a hundred thousand. I don't need to do that. You know, I, I got poker. I do that. I can, <laughs> I can play completely conservative and and find this. I'm happy about it. I'll that's get. Smart. I'll, yeah, yeah. I'm i bankroll management. You know.
1: <laughs> oh, it's not sexy bankroll management, but that makes and and you you've been playing poker for years. You understand the concepts and you understand. Yeah, it. of
2: course, of course. And I know how fast it can go in fantasy if you start playing that stuff.
1: It can turn the other way, yeah, no matter, for, for no matter sure. how, how good things are going. Not that we're winning against it, but, yeah, of course, uh, these, these things happen. Of course, so, of There course. are good swings and bad swings, and I'm sure you've lived through both the rest oh, yeah. of your poker career. And oh, yeah. as well.
2: of course, definitely. Uh,
1: what's next? Well, what, what's next going forward? There's an MMA millie maker coming up, uh, I think, when they have the first fights on, uh, what is it, Fight Island? Is that, it the, that's going is, to be happening?
2: Is it, the, is it a main card? Is yeah. it like a big one? Yeah,
1: a, a UFC 251. I think there's like three championship fights. It's going to be the debut. I want to say of fight island in Abu Dhabi.
2: Uh, that's that's not this weekend, right? That's next no, no, weekend. no.
1: That's a uh, July like 11th or something like that. It's oh, a few okay. weeks down the road.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, I'll, I'll I'll be maxing that out. I think basketball is supposed to come back, right, at the end of next month, possibly.
1: That is the plan. We'll see. I mean, ho- hopefully, yeah. They're, they're still trying to figure out the bubble and all that in Orlando, uh, but uh, yeah, tentatively speaking, that's supposed to be happening. Uh, do you dabble in baseball at all? Baseball, I I we're recording this on a Wednesday and we're not really certain, but it looks promising, but who knows?
2: <laughs> baseball, no, I never did baseball. I just do – I love basketball. I love basketball a lot. I, I won a basketball, too, uh, this this season. Um, uh, that was that was fun. Uh, and that one I, – I, I filled up the lobby the year before that and a basketball one. Um, but basketball is probably my favorite favorite sport – but coming up, I guess, I mean, I tried NASCAR. <laughs> it's gambling. How's that going I, I like gambling, but <laughs> dude, you cannot sweat that. It's horrible.
1: Well, they're currently winning. It says currently winning 50000 currently winning $7. Like what happened?
2: <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's like golf. It, like I went from in that tournament, I went from second place to 300th place, back up to second. <laughs> so I don't know NASCAR. It doesn't really interest me too much. Um uh, just the really golf and MMA, uh, just cause it's a little edge in MMA. I see a lot of guys make that mistake with the same fighter in the same lineup. Yeah. Um, the same two fighters in the same fight in the same lineup. Um, I'm seeing a, i am seeing
1: I just pulled up your RG page and I'm seeing a big score. January 9th, uh, you won a $15 buy-in on DK over 33,000 people. Right. Uh, January 10th, you finished second in that contest as well, I believe. And then yep. January 14th, you finished, uh, in the seven seventy seven. You finished third, so uh that yeah, was a yeah. fun week, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was. Um, you know, when it's like poker, you know, you get momentum going, you get confidence, you get good gut feelings about you know the good player, the, the players that you should pivot to, or um, uh, uh, take a take it take a nice shot on some guy that's really going to be low owned, and if he pops, you're going to have the you know the combination there with all the. Basically, if you have the low guy that pops and you have all the – you don't even need, to, like, other low-owned guys. You just got to have good, solid guys that do their job and get their 5X or 6X, um, and then you can kind of just make up for it for that low-owned guy.
1: How do you handle making basketball lineups a sport that tends to be a little less variance, a little bit more predictable? Uh, of course, you know, the ownership speaks to that as well. Uh, your general approach as far as making basketball lineups?
2: Um, my general approach is find the players that get the minutes – like they're guaranteed minutes, not no, uh, guy that's like sometimes will play 10. Then sometimes we'll play 30, you know, it's just not predictable. So you just want to play the guys that get their minutes, see who the chalk is. And then, uh, I usually don't really like taking too much chalk in basketball. So I'll just find another guy around that price range and kind of go up like four or five X on him. Or like, I'll just take the good chalk. If a player is out, you know, obviously play them. Um, they're going to get the usage. It's about who's getting the usage when guys are out. That's the thing that's really important. So I, I would just like make a core of like that guy and a few other guys that I have a good feeling about or the coming on the matchup or how they've been doing. Um, that comes a big part into how guys are, I, I feel that guys are like kind of a rolling and or if a guy hasn't popped in a while, it's a good spot for him to pop. Um, so I just mostly go on those uh, variables when it comes to basketball.
1: Yeah, I mean, minutes go money unless your name's like P.J. Tucker or something like that, which is always super oh, frustrating. Me and, my,
2: me, me and my friend make fun of P.J. Tucker. He's like, if you want to win a tournament, don't play P.J. Tucker.
1: <laughs> he's one of those guys that's a better real life, like helps his team out. You know? Yeah, yeah.
2: He's like 0.48 <laughs> it's not fantasy good. points per minute. That's, I mean, that's just terrible. Everyone's it not like it's at – he gets a
1: three-pointer in the corner every once in a while. Everyone's yeah, all going kind to of fall into that.
2: But. He stands in the corner. That's it. Uh, so yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. He's actually only better when like Harden and and, uh, Westbrook were on the floor because he gets the assist to the three pointers. Then if he was just like, if guys were out, he just doesn't do anything. He's actually worse to play when guys are out.
1: It is interesting. He doesn't get a usage boost with those guys off the, off the court. (laughs) I just like talking about this stuff. I haven't talked about this in what seems like months.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It gets me all warmed up for basketball. Who's winning? Who's winning the title? You got a winner for me? uh for basketball yeah one of the LA teams Um I bet I bet the Clippers to win it all
1: why the Clippers though with the Lakers and I guess Milwaukee too
2: I just think the they have they're, they're more they have more deeper in the bench on Clippers than the Lakers Lakers just have you know um just LeBron and and then Davis and then they have like kind of like a lot of scrubby guys in there I feel where as they got Montrez Harrell you got Lou Williams you got them on the second unit, I th- they can be a whole NBA team, but just them alone. You're,
1: you're not a Rajon Rondo truther? <laughs> not in 2020? Uh, it,
2: it depends what <laughs> Rajon Rondo you're getting. If you get a playoff <laughs> Rajon Rondo, yeah, he can make a run at it. But if you're getting the I don't care one, he's going to probably do nothing.
1: Yeah, I think I think uh, hopefully we get that series. I'm not really sure if they're matched up or that, that's the way it's going to play out, but that'll that, be a lot that, of fun.
2: that would definitely be fun. But who knows if uh, – I heard that if it gets um, – it, with this new whole new Florida thing going on, all these spikes that they just might cancel it and start back in October.
1: I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean it's all sort of tentative and speculation, and it's you know it's just going to drive you nuts trying to speculate. But uh, hopefully, you know, we can get some basketball, and uh, it'll be you know. Uh, what would you what
2: Would you say is more addicting to you, basketball or football? Which is Which is more what now? Addicting. Oh, from a DFS perspective, I, I love
1: basketball. Yeah, it's a much, it's a much more fun sweat. Yeah, it's much yeah, it's more it enjoyable. Yes,
2: yes, it is. Basketball is definitely the the crack of DFS.
1: Football is just tilting because like touchdowns, it's dumb. Like the way how many points we get the touchdowns, like a one yard like run by some. I just think it's you know I understand how the scoring works and right. you got to uh, adjust to it, but I I think we over like how is a I don't know, a 55-yard run worth less than a one-yard, you know, touchdown. Is this sort of weird to me.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's
1: the rules that somebody made years ago, and we're all sort of abiding by it, and that's that.
2: And some guy can just shatter the whole slate in football, like easily just take a 70-yard bomb and just get all the points at, like, min price or something.
1: Or two defenses, uh, you know, two defenses can score, can, go, can score two touchdowns, and that's that.
2: Yeah, yeah. If, if, like, if a defense scores 25 fantasy points, like, you oh, I don't need them. It doesn't – your day's over if you don't have it.
1: I guess you can flip it and say, well, what if a basketball game goes in, like, triple overtime or something? I suppose that scenario.
2: You lose. <laughs> there, is one, there is one week where I had a really good lineups, and I think it was the Suns. Uh, I forget what team it was. They They went to – yeah, I think it was the Suns. They went to triple overtime, and you just stack that game and you win.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't uh, – I generally don't make enough lineups where I just stack like, every single game. I know some people do that just because. Just it's only better on
2: the – it's only better on the four – like, the four-game slates. Or like the five game slates.
1: Well, why do you think that is? is that I curious. Because I guess there's more players that are doing like uh, they're hitting their quote unquote value in like seven or ten game slates.
2: Uh, it's just that get that and like if one of those games pop, you're gonna need to have that whole game basically. So like if it's a good game, high over under, I'm probably gonna stack it with like five guys or four guys, three from three and two or three and three or two and two. Um, so that way you have that if you st- if you do like 50 lineups and then you have like all those combos you just fill in the rest and you know, you're on your way.
1: Going forward, is your wheelhouse going to be a million makers or, you, I mean, I guess you're, you're firing on a, you know, if it's a $600,000 contest, that's still worth your time and worth your attention. I would imagine. Yeah, no,
2: I'll still play all this, everything I can. Like I'm, like I'm playing a $3 20 max on Thursday. <laughs> like I'll be playing that, but the bigger, the 500, um, maybe, I'll, uh, like, uh, maybe I'll throw in a few in there, but for like everything else, uh, I'll just continue to play that. I, it, it, I don't. I'm, I really don't need. Have no interest playing really high high stuff. It doesn't really interest me. Um, but I just think there's a lesser edge in that, and pretty much I think it's just like a ego thing when you play those big giant buy-ins like that. I uh, just stick it to keep it simple, make my lineups, and play the best I can and the uh not the the, the smaller to mid stakes. Like I'll do five, but I won't do like. Three thousand, the five thousands, and all that stuff when they do have it.
1: Your uh, your RG profile name, Pot Ripper. They were speculating about this <laughs> in the forums. <laughs> I, I don't know about the history of this name, but apparently this has some history in poker. Or is that an novice uh, or is it something yeah. else or what?
2: So it's just a troll, basically. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, there was a guy back in Ultimate Bet days um, where I always thought about like if what, if what if someone was able to see the cards? And actually, then there was a scandal that came out like. It, a year or two years later, and the guy won the tournament, and they showed it, and he literally saw everybody's cards. And I just looked at his name, Pot Ripper. He's like ripping every pot from everybody, and it was just hilarious to me.
1: That's uh, yeah, that's pretty wild. And I, but I think wasn't there something recently? Um, correct me if I'm wrong. There's like there was least like some speculation or like some heavy accusations. Uh, it was a TV show where this was happening, and maybe they did some information with a producer or director.
2: Yes, it was the in but the. The I think it was the bike, uh, the bicycle casino. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I do I do not know. Uh, but it was a, this Mike Postel um scandal where everyone thinks he was uh, he had info on what was the winning hand and a bunch of bunch of bull crap. But it, I think it went to court and the, they they tried to sue him, but they lost because it's all speculative. You there was no really...
1: smoking gun. There was only uh, circumstantial evidence, I guess.
2: Right. 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 Like people only poker players will understand Like you can't explain that to like a court. They will not understand.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trying to explain to 12 strangers that probably some never played poker before. And I had to like, what, why you would never fold on the, on something is probably. Uh...
2: Exactly. They can't, they just, they just don't, they just don't understand. And it's that simple. And that's why, you know, he's just probably got away with it.
1: What are we doing the rest of the day? Are we playing some pot in
2: Omaha. Huh? uh I think so. Um, my friends, co- I've been coaching my friend uh, a little bit. So he's been coming over and I've been coaching him for um, no limit. Uh, he's new to poker. So he's been doing pretty well. So, yeah, I'll play. When he usually played, I usually just play like, you know, high stakes Omaha, whatever stakes I can find. Um, preferably the bigger games, uh, the small stakes don't really interest me too much.
1: I feel like it's a hard game to find. Isn't it a hard game to find or a good, uh, is a good one?
2: No, you can find it online easily. It's just okay. that they don't run that often. Um, so sometimes I'm getting stuck like five dollar, ten dollar blinds or ten dollar, twenty dollar blinds, but I preferably like to play like twenty five fifty or fifty a hundred sure. dollar blinds.
1: Gio, I, I much appreciate your time. I congratulate you on your success. It's pretty thank awesome you. really,
2: you're doing. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I'll try to, you know, uh keep it going and um Hey. <laughs> you know uh, that's all i can do uh,
1: anything else you want to tell the world anything else you want to tell the people you tell your you know your social media do you have a twitter account uh, i have
2: i have instagram people can add me on instagram i don't have twitter because it got hacked and i never made a new one um so, so. you know, it
1: officially got it wasn't just like a fake got hacked it actually did get hacked like that does happen sometimes
2: it, no, it got hacked and they changed my profile, the, the name of it, everything. And I was like, it was Elon Musk. with like something name. It was, it was so strange. My friend's like, what, what? the hell? <laughs> yeah, it was so strange. I'm like, I just deleted it. But I do have Instagram. People can add me on Instagram. Um, it's uh, GD underscore M-E-R-S 88. And that's my uh, my Instagram.
1: Awesome. Well, continued success going forward. Good luck uh, playing your potlum in Omaha.
2: Yeah, thank you. Uh,
1: awesome. Uh, that that was Geo right? Demers. 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 Yep. Geo Demers. I was Dean. This was the morning grind. Thanks for listening. We're out of here. Holler.